Welcome to our Rollmaster actual play session. Twilight of the Old Order is a campaign set in the world of Duranaki, the continent of men. In this gritty, cutthroat world, politics, religion, and commerce are all intertwined and reign supreme. Characters need to be both smart and ruthless to survive. We hope you enjoy our story and, as always, may the dice roll in your favor. This is episode 103 of Twilight of the Old Order. The Twilight Party has entered the free city of Jebairitana and is formulating a plan to connect with Jasser al-Hafiz, the leader of the ruling Solar Council, for potential assistance. We pick up the story after the group has ordered luxurious outfits, hoping for a meeting with Jasser's chamberlain. They are accosted by eight seemingly drunk individuals, leading to a brawl. Hello, I'm Chris, otherwise known as GM Chance, and welcome to our story. These are our heroes. These are the six characters that will delight, scintillate, tantalize, uh, trance, and entertain us in today's session. In a second or so, I will hand over to players of those characters to introduce the characters uh, that their character or characters that they're playing and answer a character development question, which I send out uh, earlier in the week. A couple of very quick things before I do so. Just a massive shout out to our subscribers and our followers and our supporters. Uh, the channel continues to grow. Really appreciate everybody's support. What I would say to anybody that's, uh, that's not a subscriber and you're getting something out of this, we would love a always do this we would love a um a click down below either a like or if you're enjoying it you're enjoying our story or you're learning something from it a subscribe would be fantastic uh, secondly in the links below there are um oh, sorry in the description below there are two links uh one to a very short five minutes video and then another to a pdf document both of those two links provide a background of what's happened in the story. Why? We started recording this game around episode uh, 80. We're now up to episode 103 today. Um, but there's clearly a lot of material that's gone on before we started clicking the record button and putting these videos up on YouTube. So if you're wanting to understand the major themes and focus, the major story arc, I guess, or the major plot, uh, checking out those two links uh, would be well worth your while. All right, I think that's it. I'm going to hand over, please, to Graham to get us rolling today. Graham, take it away. Cool. Uh, just to rapidly go through my characters, uh, I play two in this game. The first of whom is Severin Kydegaard, who is a very stocky Northman um, uh, by uh, a man and uh, by profession a swordsman. He spent most of his life perfecting the store, the sword ever since he, uh, ever since his mother started teaching when he was a very young boy back in the village where he comes from. Uh, he's a very charming man, um, fancies himself as a bit of a leader, um, 
and can be yeah, very charismatic fellow where the mood takes him. Second character is Tanya Kydergaard. She is an elf um, and she is from an aristocratic background. Um, a family ran into some strife. Uh, she has taken and reinvented herself as an adventurer ostensibly to, to win back her her family's um, place in society, but um, has, that aim has gone somewhat awry. She's embroiled herself for this rather important mission. She is a hunter by profession and very adept with a bow. And your questions? And the questions are... Um, have you ever secretly disagreed with the party's decision? In terms of Severin, historically, absolutely. Um, when this band of people came together, uh, there were frequent disagreements. We had some a very odd mix of characters. We still got quite a mix of characters, but I think their um, ethical alignment was way off when we started. And um, yeah, there were some serious disagreements and actually a few near fist fights. Uh, when we first started. That was just amongst the players. Um, no. Um, yes. Uh, in terms of uh, Tanya, uh, yeah, I mean, I think she frequently disagrees with a lot of decisions, particularly the ones that Severin makes. She kind of, you know, when he speaks up, as she normally does, she's almost inclined to sort of disagree with him before he's opened his mouth. Um, but generally goes along with it sulkily anyway. Excellent, thank you. And who are you throwing over to, Graham? I shall throw over to Pete. Ah, thank you. Um, kia ora, I'm Pete, um, and I'll be playing Nicholas. Nicholas is a uh, magic user. He's a mentat, so he uses mentalism spells. He's quite an unassuming and um, mild-mannered sort of fellow. Um, he is a common man, um, or more specifically, his sort of, sort of racial identity is um, um, Mara tribes. Um, which, are, uh, which leads into the question of um, what's a taboo that he's broken. Um, his, so his family is four generations ago were from were the, uh, he, they were living with the tribes in, in the, near the place where he come, comes from, near the city he actually grew up in. Um, but since then his family has moved to a city and moved sort of into a different culture, the Thracian culture, which is a bit more oh, western, a bit more you know, sort of civilised, big cities, that sort of thing, less tribal. And um, in that time his family has still honoured the, 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 the old beliefs of the Mara tribes. Um, but in particular, Nicholas's father and Nicholas have made the decision to become more academic and have d chosen to move away from those sorts of things. That's what's led... Nicholas on this to out into the world was that a, a, a Mara tribe, well, a, tr a tradition of the Mara tribes or the, 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 um, these sorts of people, um, was is for someone to come in as a rite of passage to come and steal something from a, a family or a rival family. Uh, it's called a werehole, and um, sort of then the per a person from that family is supposed to chase this person and is able to kill them without recrimination um, and to retrieve the item. That it, someone came and stole something from Nicholas's family, and Nicholas is very begrudgingly doing this. Uh, well, very begrudgingly, because he doesn't hold with this, you know, uncivilized traditions. Um, but he left his hometown, and, and that's what led him onto this adventure. Um, the sort of, I suppose he's broken a taboo somewhat, in that he's sort of disregarding that quest now. 
he's just not interested. He's, you know, he's, it's become secondary. I mean, perhaps with good cause. Seems that like this is, he's now trying to prevent the end of the world, um, as we know it. <laughs> perhaps, that, perhaps that does take priority over this sort of, this sort of eccentric, um, uh, what's the word, superstitious superstition of his people. But his, his family would certainly see that as being a bad thing for him to have broken faith in this werehold tradition. Oh, thanks, Pete. Um, we'll pass on to um, Askel, please. Oops. Yeah, uh, kia ora, everyone. I'm playing two characters today. Um, first up, I'm playing my own character, Askelian, or Askel for He's a tall half-elf warrior mage who at times couldn't hit the side of the barn or door. Um, but he's not too bad at dodging uh, drunks. Haymakers is <laughs> last session. Um, he comes from from the port city of Shabibi, and according to his favourite word, is his newly acquired ornate cutlass. Um, he's not a strong believer of the faith, so he's been a little bit challenged at the moment to be bluffing, but as each day in the city goes, he's uh, obviously getting a bit more accustomed and uh, uh, pulling it off, so it's a good. Um, uh, right, that was one of the questions. It was, um, have you secretly disagreed with the page decisions? And um, what did you do? Well, not necessarily disagreed, but um, he can at times be a bit impatient. So when they're in, in the in between, he's uh, decided on a couple of times to go off on his own. Um, uh, go off on his own and have a look around which um yeah didn't come out too well the first time he did it uh, went off exploring and uh, uh fell down into a uh box spike trap um that was fortunately recovered and uh managed to miss uh, uh most of the spikes and spears you, so you were lucky you were so lucky in that seriously i think there was a chance of uh, 1d10 or 1d15, 1d20 spears, and you got one. You were very, very, very lucky. Very, very lucky. Uh, but that's uh, Eskel's just a little bit of impatience that he, he did it later on while they were there as well. Um, uh, but also today I'm playing Grey on behalf of Aiden, who's away at the moment. Um, Grey is a silent, rugged, muscular, and, and handsome half elf beastmaster uh, who's very in tune with the wild. Uh, Gray is also very fond of his large axe, but is also comfortable in flexing his pecs to deter would-be attackers, as demonstrated <laughs> in the last session uh, against the drunks, just his general prince. Um, as far as what's a taboo he's broken, uh, probably eating his uh, animal friends, so... Right. Um, yeah, he, he, I guess he's conflicted, does he... Vegetarian, mm -mm, yeah, but you know, you know, obviously, some of the animal friends are also mm. carnivores, so yeah, you know, a little bit of an internal conflict for, for someone that is not necessarily that, um, um, yeah, that, that way inclined, so yeah, but I, that's great. I totally relate to Grey, I love our animal friends, but they are regrettably very, very tasty. Um, thank you very much, Anthony. Uh, last but not least, over to Stara. I play Jada. She's a super tall, Arab-looking woman. Uh, bright green eyes, which was a source of torture and bullying for her all through her childhood. She was given away to a monastery when she was one years old. 
and the monastery was all about helping the sick. So that's how she grew up, helping the sick, getting uh, very fit, living a very militant, austere life. Um, she is a healer. Um, her question, uh, have you, has she ever disagreed with the party's decision? Yes, constantly. Whenever she wakes up at five in the morning, she's thinking, what are we going to do today so that we're able to, able to fit my prayers in? I wish everybody else did this. Why aren't we helping all the sick people? <laughs> um, um, so she wants to start a hospital, but is also wanting to help stop the end of the world. So that's obviously priority. And then she's going to work on uh, building a hospital. Excellent. Thank you very much, one and all. Well introduced and always great to just learn a little bit more about uh, the six characters that uh, will be delighting us today. Um, I would like to also um, just give a big shout out to our sponsor from today's session and that is coffee. Um, I woke up a very short time ago and I was um, half asleep and coffee's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Thank you coffee. All right, we are into it. Uh, the GM is just going to do a very, very a, a super fast pricey. I usually hand over to the players for this, but um, it's been a, a quiet couple of sessions, so I'm just going to zip through uh, a bit what happened last time. Um, the the six characters, after a very harrowing uh, time in a very odd, strange, multi-dimensional place known as the in-between, they're not quite sure how they ended up there. Um, they still don't know quite what happened or, or why, but they were there for a period of time a bunch of horrible things happened to them there and they eventually found themselves uh in a city that they hoped they would be able to get to which they they ended up um, choosing correctly uh a city called uh jebai ritana uh, it's a free city so it's a city that is uh open to commerce trade religion uh generally quite open-minded and pretty much the the only rule of thumb in these cities and there are many many hundreds of these cities dotted across this world um is that commerce reigns supreme so generally in, in free cities no one really cares too much um how how they run or what happens in them just so long as commerce flows so they're in the free city of jevai ritana um, they're wanting to uh, to approach a very senior and powerful person in the city to well to make contact with that person and potentially advance their um, their quest the, the 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 mission that they're on. Just recently, last session, uh, they decided they needed uh, to upgrade their clothes somewhat, and they went to maybe not the highest ranking tailor in the city but certainly a, a very prominent tailor and uh, spent a not inconsiderable amount of money um more than half a peasant's wages uh, annual wages on some very very fine clothes of which they'll pick up in three days time once they have been prepared walking back from that tailor walking back to their uh, very sumptuous inn that they're staying at um lodging house the grand bazaar lodge they unfortunately turned a corner in a slightly less busy street. You can all hear the, uh, the sounds of a very busy market and city behind uh, behind us. Soundtrack, less busy street, and unfortunately a group of uh, a group of intoxicated people seemed to take umbrage at the half elves half elves uh, in the party, and a disagreement slash slight brawl couple of punches have been thrown um by the by the the drunken thugs 
and that is where we're going to begin our story today before we do so uh, any questions comments anything that needs to be clarified by the players anything i've missed uh, i think a grump is a really good way to describe these people <laughs> excellent group a collective noun fantastic thank you anything else guys but yes thank you jada go on once go on twice let's start the game So here indeed is our alleyway. Whoa, whoa, crikey. It's quite exciting. Um, Jada, you have uh, quickly nipped into, turned yourself invisible and nipped up these this short flight of stairs into a corridor and appears to, to be an entryway into a set of apartment buildings. Uh, this person here seemed to be mollified somewhat by Severin's um, singing last time and it's kind of stepped back a bit doesn't appear to be particularly aggressive these two thugs here are currently urinating against the wall at the back don't appear to be particularly concerned this guy here has swung uh, swung a punch uh at askel definitely dodged um this guy here hasn't been particularly aggressive as yet um and these two here are, are also seemingly quite aggressive towards uh, yourself nicholas one of which has whacked nicholas pretty hard severin this guy here has thrown a punch against you that's where we begin start in in round so we're into a a, a tactical uh situation and we are off we are rolling initiative and jada you are first off what do you do please who's closest to me uh Who's that on the who's who's in the group closest to me right now? You're there. Yeah, and so where what? is my people? Gray. Hmm. I might just sneak over to Gray because I'm still invisible against the wall, hmm? and I guess I don't have to get too close to him. I'm invisible, but just to sort of say, hey, you know, maybe just ask these guys what what they actually want from us. Okay. Just using conflict management skills. <laughs> 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 um, okay, yeah. so this this voice comes out of the uh, <laughs> the, the gloom. Now, the, the the main language that you guys have been speaking as you know the the, the common tongue that you've used together has been uh, has been South tongue. These people are speaking Westron. Um, I'm assuming yeah. that uh, Jadar is speaking in South tongue. South tongue sounds good. Cool, done. Okay. Anything else? So you've you've crept out from here, you've come along, and you've said to said to Gray, you know, maybe ask them what they're wanting to do. Anything else from Jada? That's it for now. Done. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll prepare for a shield. I'll prepare a spell for a shield. Uh what is the distance? So remember, preparing a spell is a ninety percent action. Oh. Let's. And I've already used that some. Never mind. That's all right. Yeah. So you haven't yep. moved far, okay. but you've probably moved a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Far. All good. Uh, Tanya, what do you do, please? We're over here. Um, opportunity action. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, she's tensed up. Um, she might... Uh, yeah, I think she's just ready to defend herself if anything happens. 
Uh, she might just reach over and just uh, behind her back and just loosen the top of her backpack. Okay. So that sure. it's open. Sure. Done. But otherwise, just tense herself. And I think she's. If someone comes at her, she'll okay. obviously uh, defend herself and fight back. Okay. Cool. Gray. Uh, Gray. Um, not sure whether he. Uh, he is the voice from Jada's yeah, voice. Yeah, right, right next to him. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So um, Gray's thinking was, um, he was about. He was doing the old. Um, but you know, rubbing his one fist into his other hand, um, as a sign of uh, uh, this might kick off. Um, so he does hear, uh, obviously, hear what Jada said, mm -hmm. but I guess he is contemplating whether he's going to hmm, be diplomatic or hmm, might just, uh, yeah, just go and help uh, Nicholas out, I think. I think he'd, he'd probably grunt, nod to what he's heard from Jada, but I think he would probably move forward um, and uh, bar that one in the one in the middle. Yep, yep, to to get in, in the way a bit of uh, Nicholas just using once again using his impressive set of pecs to uh, perhaps deter. Um, having already heard some of the abuse from the. Um, the drunkards about their pointy ears and what have you. It's not not really a diplomatic sort of like what is it you want. It's like you you're just um, bit a bit of hate yeah. crime going on here. Yep. So yeah, so I think I think he'll go. Yeah, just move in front to block that that one there. So, so when you say block, are, are you just physical presence being there? So he's okay. And right. uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, but and, not, um, not, not taking an aggress aggressive action. No, more defensive. Um, okay. So ready to parry. Ready to parry with his brawling, basically. Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, thank you. All right. Thank you. Uh, next up is Nicholas. Nicholas, you've just been walloped. Um, what do you do? Uh, he will look gratefully as grey, <laughs> but is going to. Uh, um, yeah, he's going to um, back up. Um, he's wanting to walk backwards. Oh, sorry. He's, he must parry, so that means he can still do movement, though. Would, yep. Sort of walking backwards carefully. That's not. That's just movement. That's not a manoeuvre. Sure. Uh, so, must parry this number round for X number of rounds. The target may not attack. They may only parry with half their OB. The other half. The only other actions allowed a moving manoeuvre, both modified by negative twenty-five. Um, I, I think. So the, uh, my idea of this is kind of a sliding scale in, in Rollmaster. You've got the least s severe, which is what you have, Nicholas, which is must mm. parry, all the way mm. down to stun, no parry. And, and to, in my head, and in between, you've got stunned. A and the idea is you've just taken a blow. You're, you're kind of seeing stars a bit. There's, an, there's enough with you that, you know, you, 
what's going on in your head is you're not injured enough or dazed enough to not be able to function but you're a bit impaired so i think um uh certainly if you're doing um, i'm just talking this out if you were doing a major maneuver if you would if you were doing something significant then yes i'd ask for a roll i think stepping back i mean we are talking here you know god a matter of a couple of feet yeah i'm not gonna ask for a maneuver from that cool. so so, so, so he, he, he'd want to go between between askel and gray he's you know, putting his friends between him and the danger basically he'll right. put his hands up and he'll just be he'll just be not quite yelling but pleading stop 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 you know. okay, okay actually at that i am going to mm. ask for a maneuver then because um Askel is under attack and presumably he's dodging and weaving gray is more static so there's a chance that you could be knocked over nicholas or something could happen if you're wanting to go in between them if you're just wanting to okay. put a little bit of distance to go to there no problem uh but what if about going right back next to tanya uh, right against the wall. Yeah, I think that's that's quite a bit of uh, comparatively. What is that? It's ten foot. Doesn't the negative twenty five on his movement just mean he's can't he takes twenty five off yeah, his full movement? That's one way of doing it, or a negative twenty five on a maneuver roll. Yeah, but sometimes. Yes, that's pro that's probably fair. But well, some, because but he's some... already in the negative, he's feeling a bit woozy at due to hit loss under, he's not going to try whatever he does he doesn't want to do a maneuver yeah got, so. it, got it but but yeah. but fair call if he's just moving in particularly a short distance we're talking 10 foot um i'm yeah I, 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 i'm happy that the negative 25 would go in for his movement yes he could stagger back here uh and put his back up against a wall oh yep thank you and he'll be yeah, hands up in front of him, looking as small as possible, and just saying, "Please stop! Please stop!" Basically, okay. Cool. What do you you know? What do you want? Please stop. Done. Cool. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Pete. This guy. Uh, so these two have um, been going about their business against the wall. Um, that was before some punches were thrown. This guy spins around. Um, still going about his business rather unsavorily, uh, and um, turns round and is just kind of staring stupidly with his pants half down, staring at what's going on behind him. Just turn round. Uh, next guy. Uh, does this? Yeah, this chap here doesn't like Nicholas and comes up and attempts to attack Nicholas. Um, Tanya or... Nick, he's clearly about to punch you. Clearly about to punch you. Uh, Tanya or Nicholas, both of you have... Uh, well, actually, no, Tanya, you said if someone was going to attack you. Uh, Nicholas, you didn't say otherwise, so in that case, he does get to attack you, Nicholas. Does Nicholas use can, can Tanya not? Can not, Tanya can't attack him then? No, you said if someone was attacking Tanya. Yeah. Yep. yep. Oops. Uh, 
what was your question, please, Pete? Oh, does Nicholas get to uh, parry? Uh, yes, he does. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah, cool. It's uh, half half of his brawling, I assume. Correct, which is? <laughs> Six, I think. Okay. <laughs> the brawling, well, maybe seven. Brawling skill of 13. Okay. Uh, ooh. Now he's moved. This guy moved to attack. Short distance, very short. God, yeah, basically nothing. Uh, is that a flank? Yes, it is a flank. Um, I've got your DB is 14, Nicholas. Yeah, he he really doesn't like Nicholas, and lashes out with an, a pretty nasty 11 and a B. Punches you pretty hard. Cool. We have a sound effect for that. Uh, Ow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, do we have? Yeah, here we go. Oh, that's a nice yeah. meaty punch, isn't it? Um, smack. Uh, Eleven and a B. Rolling the B. Um, again, this happens last time. He was aiming for your head. Uh, now, by the way, some of some of these people are definitely intoxicated, and they do have minuses to their roll. Uh, however, he seemed to roll pretty well. He punches you in the chest, Nicholas. Uh, you must parry next round at negative 20. And plus 7 hits. Cool. And it was that, that negative that you had was only for a round, I think, Pete, wasn't it? Yes, it was the same result. Okay. Yes, I think yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Must parry at negative twenty, but it's not a. Permanent. But he must, he must be, he must be on a negative two to hit loss by now, definitely by now. I thought sure. that's what that negative was for. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Severin. How about this, Severin? You're going as number seven out of fourteen instead of number fourteen out of fourteen. Isn't it nice not to be wearing armor sometimes? What do you do, Severin? So I clocked this guy the round before. You did. And you, I think you said something that'll look quite stupefied after it. You punched him hard, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, in, in terms of the response to that punch, what what did I garner from that? Uh, uh you you punched him hard. Right, but I mean, he's on the he's on his feet. He's, he's on his feet. I'll tell you if he fell over. Yep, he's definitely yeah. still on his feet. Yep. Uh. All right, I'll whack him again. Whack him again. Cool. Um, yeah. Tick. Just one, one tick. Severin versus that guy. Give me a punch. Ooh, 97. Hey, roll again. 36. 36. Severin plus 36. That is a pretty vicious... Uh, wallop. Um, now, middle you can only do a, a certain maximum because you're a, a medium-sized person. Uh, so that's a very solid 14 and a C. Roll the C, please. Eighty-three. Eighty-three. 
Um, so, so you actually don't punch him, Severin. You kick him. And yeah. You, yeah, you kick him in the again, yeah, in the foot. Uh, he he screams like he actually he really yells. That absolutely effing hurt. Wallop. Um, he's in a lot of pain, and uh, yeah, he's he's in a lot of pain, and is is just and he he kind of goes white. No and additional hits or anything. No additional hits. Oh, okay. uh, but you you hurt him good. Like last time, you know, you whacked him hard. This time, you know, crunch. I think you did him some serious damage there. Uh, Askel. Uh, yeah, right. Seeing everything unfolding for Askel, uh, around Askel and what's going on, he, um, the one closest to him, to his right. This one here was the one that punched you, or tried to punch yep. you. Yeah, tried to punch me. Um, yeah, it's time to, I think, unleash some whoop ass. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, yeah. So he is just going to use his martial strike. Nice. Uh, and it was number him. two. Yeah, go for it. Um, do you need the description? It, it's a bit unclear what it what it is, but he's martial at uh, striking rank one. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. I know oh, what yeah, it is. Cool. Good, because it's confusing him what the heck it's yep. talking about. No, I've got it. <laughs> 74. Oh, nice. Um, Good rolling from the team today. And he's uh, plus 48. Plus 48. Yes, I've got that. Um, crunch. Yep, that is a very solid 15 and a B. Roll the B, please. 15 and a B. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, another five hits, and you—if you're fighting with this person for the next two rounds—you get to attack first. So he does not. You have the initiative for the next two rounds on him. So if we get to the next couple of rounds, and I say he goes first, please remind me you get to attack first. Another five hits. Wallop. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I dropped out momentarily then. Oh, okay. Um, so you have the initiative for the next two rounds. If we get to, with this person, if you get, if if uh, if the dice roll better than you next time, um, sorry, what am I trying to say? If he rolls better than you next time, please remind me that you have the initiative for the next two rounds. Okay. You got it? Sweet. Cool. Um, sorry, I missed what the B did. Oh, uh, the anything. Yeah, another five hits, and you have the initiative for the next two rounds. Oh yeah. Uh, this guy number four. Um. Yeah. So he was kind. Of, th this chap here was kind of s smiling and had taken a couple of steps back. Uh, with Severin singing, like he seemed to quite quite like it. He's of anybody. He is the drunkest. Like he's actually stumbling. Uh, but he he kind of turns around and wanders, uh, literally wanders over here a bit more. Um, not necessarily being aggressive, but just kind of staring kind of stupidly. 
drool coming down his mouth and kind of staring at Severin and the, um, his companion walloping uh, each other. Uh, number three. So this chap here, um, he of anybody seems the most interested in uh, Jadar disappearing. If you recall, Jadar, he was yelling something about sorcery, sorcery, and was kind of moving around the area. Um, he'd kind of forgotten about it as as things kind of unfolded, but then suddenly this voice has just come out of uh, thin air right next to him. He doesn't understand what you said, Jadar, but he certainly heard the voice. Uh, and he starts thrashing around Jadar with waving his hands, trying to find where that voice came from. So he's he heard you, Jadar, as did Grey, and he's trying to find you. Um, can you please make Jadar a... I'm going to say... Being quite vigorous with his... Um, with his attempts to try to get you. Can you make a hard maneuver roll to avoid his hands connecting with you, please? This is an all or nothing. 62. 62, cool. Plus your agility of... Plus 14. Lovely. 76. So, Jada, you have a a 60% chance. Roll again, 60 or under, of avoiding him. If you roll 60, you've under 60, you've done it. 54, just. Nice, just. So he, he comes up here, he's heard you. You see him, maybe he's a bit slow because of his intoxication or whatever. He flails his hands around, desperately trying to find where where the voice came from. He doesn't manage to get you. Manage to avoid him. You. Nice work, Jada. Uh, five. What does this guy do? Uh, yeah, he attacks Gray. Now, Gray, you said you kind of came in between, but blocking, so I'm not going to give him a flank. I'm going to say that it was front on. Uh, yep. Gray, you don't get your shield, obviously, because no one has a shield with them. Uh, completely ineffectual strike. Like, the shot just goes completely wild. Misses by a, a country mile. Totally missed. Uh, nice. Gray will have evil smile on face. <laughs> Uh, this one here, um, the one that I tried to attack you, Askel, does the same again. So if I've got initiative for two rounds, what does that mean? He can't? No, he has no, to wait? No, uh, he, he can still attack you. You just definitely get to act first. So you, you walloped him for quite a few hits, um, but you didn't do him any, any particular damage uh, in terms of preventing him from attacking or stunning him or anything. It just simply means you definitely win initiative for the next two rounds. But he can still attack as he's, as he's just done. Doesn't get a flank as he did last time. Ooh, crikey. Um... He punches you pretty hard, Askel. Eight and an A. 
Rolling the A. Oh. <laughs> the critical result just simply reads, sorry. <laughs> Nothing, no further damage. Eight hits, Askel. That's it. And the A critical. And then last to act is... Eight. This one on Severin. Severin, uh, he... He does nothing. Uh, he just, in fact, what does he? Uh, he, I mean, he attempts to badly take a step away from you. He's, you know, the indication is the fight has gone completely out of this guy. He's not interested. That is the end of the round. All right. Just query um, uh, opportunity actions for a sec, because obviously this guy's right in front of Tenya. Had I have said I'll take an opportunity action but not specified that I'll protect others as well as myself, I could act? Yeah. See, so you meant to... Yeah, yes. Yes, correct. So it's actually worth me saying every time, giving a bit of a laundry list then in terms of what no, I could... No, you try not, not to game it. So you, you, you give an indication of what your character would realistically do on a set of circumstances. If the door opens... I fire with my crossbow. If someone picks up the book, I run up the stairs. If someone attacks me, I do this. Uh, but it's not a case of listing off a laundry list. Absolutely not. It's to keep it short, pithy, and explain what your character would do if, if certain key actions happen in the round. Alrighty. In terms of, or I could just delay, delay and say, look, I'm going to delay an act, but make a judgment when other people have moved first. Uh, no action any action may be delayed by declaring an opportunity action no other action may take place until the opportunity action is resolved or cancelled however the opportunity action may be initiated at any time during the current round or the following round with a plus 10 initiative to a plus a plus 10 to initiative and ob All right, that is the end of the round. Sorry, did that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Super, super. That is the end of the round. And we are off. Jada, yet again. So you've had this guy coming up trying to find you. He's missed, what do you do? I think I'm going to run off and find law enforcement. All right. I don't want to get hurt. Okay. I know I look like a chicken and I want to help, but I don't want to get hurt. There's sure. too many of them. Sure. Fair enough. Uh, one, just one thing that y your character would know that you as a player probably don't know. The invisibility spell um, lasts for 24 hours. Unless you get hit, you strike a violent, oh, no. a violent blow. <laughs> yep. I'm uh, invisible for 24 hours? No, no, no. You can't cancel the spell any time. Oh, okay. Well, I won't yet. Yep. I'll just find a hang, hang policeman sec. first. Hang on a sec. Um, so mm -hmm. you can... Uh, until you get hit, until you take an offensive action, so until you, you cast an offensive spell, uh, until you... Um, fire a weapon or attack with a weapon or run so you uh the, the the point is you can walk uh 
trying to think if we've allowed jogging peak can you recall i don't think so i think it is just walking i'm gonna say for now it sounds familiar yeah, yeah i think it's just walking so when you said jada that you're gonna run off and find law enforcement by your character would know that if you actually start mm. running that would be enough to uh, break the spell basically and you become visible oh. again thank you i shall walk swiftly okay where are you gonna go um can we um pop up a little bit see if i can see any policemen <laughs> uh, you, can't, <laughs> you can't currently no um um i guess back where i last saw a large, another large group of people was it backwards or forwards i'm not sure maybe back where we came from yeah Oh, wow, there's so many people. No, no, I'll go towards where I can only see two in the distance. Okay. So I don't bump into anyone. Okay. Is that dead end? Uh, you did walk this way before. No, you think that you think you can okay. find your way up. Okay, thanks. Okay, so you're going to walk up here. Okay. As far as I can go, yeah. Sure. Careful, don't bump into them. No, no, we don't <laughs> want that. Don't want that. <laughs> Uh, 50 foot, you can walk approximately, what's your base, well it doesn't really matter, uh, but approximately 50 foot. So, yep, walk your way up here, better say you can weave your way out, and we'll come to you next round. Done, thank you. Askel. Uh, yeah, so, um, he's ready to, um, karate that guy again. Um, and um, I guess didn't really talk about it last time, but he's not obviously intending to try to kill him. Uh, okay. He's just trying to um, knock him out because obviously, or or beat him into submission because obviously you don't need to kill anyone in this area. They're obviously drunk and what have you. So that, that's his. Okay, so so just on that for for you and anybody else attacking, uh, you are using comparatively non-lethal attacks so um the the criticals that you've rolled so for example graham just rolled a sorry severin just rolled an 83 which would using a weapon that would be in a c critical that would usually be fatal uh, this guy the the person that severin attacked is still on their feet um so the the the, the critical results are typically non-lethal but they can kill um so if if you wanted to be sure that you wanted to do no fatal damage you can minus your attack by 20 and then any results that you get on the critical you can uh modify to a non-lethal result so for example if you rolled 100 which even on a typically um typically less powerful critical table which is which this is uh you would end up doing knocking the person out rather than breaking their neck so your call if you want to minus 20 um, thus far, and and with brawling, it's it, it the the chances of you doing a, a fatal blow are definitely slimmer anyway, but that can still happen. So your call whether you want to modify it by twenty or not. Okay. Yeah. Um, does the martial arts is that somewhere in between? Like martial arts is more dangerous actually, typically. Yeah. yeah. Um, so brawling is brawling in, in these rules is you know. Uh, basically untrained fighting so kicking punching biting whatever or picking up an object and smacking someone with it picking up a 
tankard or a chair or whatever any of that would be brawling so anything kind of untrained and using objects around you um the martial arts striking is um but that said if you pick up a chair and you swack someone with a chair the critical result could be more dangerous than just simply punching them of course uh the martial arts striking is actually training so that is spending time learning and practicing how to deliver and take punches and therefore is more dangerous and more lethal potentially more so yeah um i'll go one more round just full on okay and then we'll see how it goes for the next round sure thing if, he, if, if he's not down cool all right Sixty-eight. Okay. Plus forty-eight. Cool. Uh, that's an that's fifteen and a B. Roll the crit, please. Okay. Fifty-two. Fifty-two. Bocco. Strike to foe's chest, stuns him on around six hits. Um, that's cool. How do you want to do this? Goes down. Yeah. Um, there was a nice little karate chop to the solar plexus or whatever they used to talk. Um, yeah. Then he'll obviously spin around and ready to karate the next person. Done. He is down on the ground, uh, killed, in inverted commas, he's not dead, killed, in inverted commas, first level. So, and Esk would probably let out a bit of Bruce Lee, like, Yo! <laughs> Excellent. Very good. Nice work, Askel. Uh, Nicholas. Discretion um, in the better part of Ella, up against the wall, what do you do? Uh, he he can't do anything. He's got. He's just must must parry. So. Yes. Okay. Okay. He'll just still. He he's happy to plead. Go. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Number six. Uh, nope. 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 Yes. Uh, this chap here spins around. Again, trousers half undone. What's his reaction to the situation? Oh. Yeah, he really, really, really doesn't like this. Uh, he rushes forwards. Let's see how he goes with his trousers half down. Oh no. He actually does manage to pull them up. Um, so with one hand, he staggers over towards Askel. And pretty ineffectually uh, throws a punch at Askel. Um, considering he's holding his pants in one hand and he's staggered over, fair to say Askel this is unlikely to be a particularly dramatic uh, blow. You never know. Um, I'm worried he might get urine on me. Yeah. Actually, oddly enough, he... he he's still urinating? He rolled pretty well. Actually, even with a, I'm gonna give him a negative fifty. No, negative forty is fair. Yeah, no, he glancing shot. Um, 
he probably did manage to um, sprinkle some on you, sadly. Uh, and just an absolute glancing blow of five hits, Haskell. So he yanked his trousers up, kind of staggered over, and, and lamped you. That was the only thing he yanked. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised at that, because I, I gave him a negative 40 to his attack. Uh, Tanya, what do you do, please? Uh, well, she'll protect... Um, she'll whack this bloke who's whacked... Nic uh, whacking Nicholas. Done. Whackity whack whack whack. This chap is facing full on to Nicholas. Tanya, you get a flank. Go for it. Seven. Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Lovely. Uh, not with your short sword. No, just brawling. <laughs> yep. That, that would be overkill. Yes. Um, and I have you for thirty, correct? I think. Yeah, we, that's yep. right. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, he doesn't have a shield. Uh, yeah, nice. Eight and an A. Roll the A, please. Sixty-six. So, oh shit! Let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, a lot of kicking going on in this fight. You smash him with your foot in his Achilles tendon. Uh, he screams in pain. Um, you do him another seven hits, and he, yeah, he's. <laughs> He's an unhappy drunkard. Whack. Um, nice shot, Tanya. Uh, number five. This guy uh, was hitting grey. Five on grey. Yeah, um, grey doesn't get a shield, of course. Uh... Glancing, glancing strike on Grey. So, like, just kind of clips him for five hits. Nothing more serious. Just a bit of bruising. This guy here uh, staggers over a little bit, kind of grinning stupidly, and just sits down here. Just kind of, yep, just sitting down in the middle of the of the of the street, just watching what's going on. Right. Sorry. No I'm great. Um, yes. Uh, great. Yeah, I think because um, the guy previously had a crack at him, it's time to um, give him a, a good solid walloping chest punch. Done. Roll, great, roll the dice. Um, Gray, come on, Gray. 95. Roll again. Fifty-four. Nice one, Gray. You guys are rolling well. Um Wallop. 14 in the C. Give me a C, please. Mm. 
32. 32. Uh, punch him in the in the ribs. Um, and another six hits. Yeah, he and he kind of reels back. You've definitely heard him. Definitely hit him there, Gray. And two, two. He's out. Uh, three. Um, yeah. This guy is on a quest to find the hidden voice. And he's walking up and down here, kind of waving his arms around, kind of stupidly trying to find where the, the spooky voice came from. And kind of going up to walls, kind of tapping on walls. He's absolutely fixated on where this invisible woman came from. Doesn't come close to finding you, Jada. He's just kind of wandering off, flapping his arms around, looking like a maniac. Uh, Severin. So there's a guy in front of him who's who's fighting Gray. Yes. Uh, so he'll move and hit him. Okay, cool. Distance of pretty much nothing. Six foot, yep. So a tiny, tiny um, movement penalty. You're also, you've definitely got, I would say, probably from here, you could attack... F not quite... No, you could get him rear. I'm happy to. I'm happy for you to get him rear if you want to. I suspect you do. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Cool. So he is number five. Cool. Uh, Fifty-three. Cool. Thank you. Uh, facing rear. Fifty-three was the roll. Doesn't get any kind of DB because he's facing grey. Um, yeah, massive, massive attack. Uh, 14 in the C. Roll the C, please. Seventy-four. Oof. Um. Strike him in the lower leg. And, uh... Severin, how do you want to do this? Oh, good. Yeah, well, I'll take him out. Yeah. Whatever it was, a leg sweep or something. Okay. He's down and he is unconscious. Uh, he was... killed, in inverted commas, rank one. He, you haven't killed him, you've knocked him unconscious. Can I um, speak as well? Uh, three words, yeah. Uh, let's back away. <clears throat> okay, done. <clears throat> Loudly. Loudly, sure. Uh, number eight. This guy here is not interested in anything. He just kind of comes over here nursing his very, very injured foot. Um, the fight's completely gone out of him. Uh, Chappie there is down. For one... Uh, 
Yeah, he suddenly becomes interested in what his companion is doing here, trying to search for the invisible woman. And he starts yelling at his friend, what are you doing? And he yells back, there's an invisible witch around here. We've got to find her. And this guy, with one hand kind of pulling up his trousers, starts flailing, trying to find the invisible witch around here too. He's not particularly interested in brawling. That is the end of the round. Rolling initiative, next round. Uh, oddly enough, Nicholas, you get to go first. You're no longer stunned. Uh, what do you do? Uh, he will... Um, opportunity action. Mm -hmm. He will prepare if he doesn't need to do anything else. So, um, by anything else, I mean if... Tanya starts, so he's wanting to stick to Tanya basically. Um, if that guy attacks, he'll want to parry. If Tanya moves away, he'll want to move with her. If nothing much else happens, he, he will prepare. Yeah. I am wondering if I'm letting a little bit too much leniency in for opportunity action. Opportunity action is a 90%, so out of 9. Let's uh, okay. Let's let's go with the rules we've been playing. So, yep, happy happy to go with that, Pete. But yeah, it looks like I've got to do a bit more refinement on this role. Yep, cool, noted. It's, yeah, yeah, cool. Thank you. Askel, what are you doing? All right, uh, he's down. So I guess that the next chap that's with his hand on the britches. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's time to karate him. Cool. Give me a roll, please. Yeah. Okay. 64. Plus 48. 48. Uh, doesn't get a shield. And I'm going to say... Uh, yeah, um, he's pretty in a... That's uh, probably a little bit... Impressive. Um, yeah, 15 and a B. Roll the B, please. Okay. Um, 56. Um, yeah, you, you smack him really hard. Uh, plus three hits, and he, he's reeling. He's, he's seeing stars for sure. You're almost certain. Yeah, you hit him hard. Another three hits on him. Cool. Um, Tanya. Um, <clears throat> did she hear Severin? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, I'm fair to say everybody in this area did. Yes. I, th I think that she'd like to urge Nicholas to follow her and uh, she will retreat south. Okay. Uh, cool. Tell me where. Uh, just down to the, the edge of the square that's below us. Okay. Facing back the way she came. Okay. So she moves past the stumbling guy. Yep. Moves to the edge of that square, waiting for the others. 
down here somewhere. Oh, hang on. Let's. let's oh, not that. Probably not that far. Just to the edge. Uh... So, what's her base movement rate? Uh, she won't be able to go that far. She's just going to go level that last building as it opens up into the square. About there. Yeah, just facing adversaries. Um, yep. Whatever's left of her round. Opportunity parry should they decide to attack. But otherwise, we'll wait for the others and then get out of there. Sounds good. Cool. Done. Uh, Jada, you've got up to the corner up here. Uh, dead ends that way, but alleyway that way. Alleyway it is. Alleyway it is, cool. Getting on down. Uh, do you see any officials? No, you don't. Hmm. Where are they when you need them? Yeah, exactly. Uh, great. We've just seen Severin lamp this guy from behind. He's on the ground. What do you do? Great. Sorry, I did it again. <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Um, he's down. Sorry, could you zoom in? Is that the token just flipped upside down? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. sorry, I thought it was another dude. Um, so he, if he's down and out, then um, uh, that's Severin behind him. Oh, oh, yeah. Gray would probably just look to move to the next person that's knocked down. So it's either the... Okay. Probably some kind... I'd ask for some kind of either full perception roll, 30% action, or a 10% uh, at a negative 20 just to have a look around to figure out what's going on. So you'd be fa you're looking this, this way... So you're facing in, in you know this this direction, Gray. You don't necessarily know what's going on either behind you or to your side of you. Yeah, I think you do a full perception roll. Done. Give me your roll, please. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, well, mate, this is unmasked. The player knows what's going on. Yep. Ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. Wow, you're rolling really well. Give me a roll, please. Eighty-two. Okay. So you, um, yeah, you do, you really do. So you spin around, you glance either side, uh, you see Nicholas uh, up against the wall here. This chap here kind of, you know, his arms are kind of at his side, he doesn't look that aggressive. Um, this guy in front of you, the fight's gone out of him, he's sitting up against the wall, nursing a very sore foot. Uh, this chap here, sitting on the ground and kind of grinning inanely. Um, there is an aggressor on directly behind you on fighting Askel. Uh, these two here are both kind of giggling and laughing and trying to find the invisible witch and clearly are no longer interested in the fight. What do you do, Gray? So there's one aggressor uh, I, that you can see. Yeah, I think he would spin around and um, uh, try and incapacitate, grapple that one behind okay. him. Okay. So you've used 30% of your action to 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 look around. Uh, to move up to him is virtually nothing. So you move up to him and say 40. Um, have a preference of either side, doesn't matter. Uh, left, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, 
So you can attack with 60% of your action if you wish. Yep, we'll do that. Cool. Give me a roll, please. And I'll give you a flank as well. <coughs> 61. 61. If you can figure out what a 40% of his uh, attack is, that would be handy. handy. Uh, Approximate. So that's his oh. bonus? Yeah, yes. Okay, so 20... 29, 60% of 29 is um, 15, 16, call it 18 maybe. There you go. Yep. D- done. Um, doesn't get a shield. Yeah. Crunch. 10 and A. Roll the A, please. Uh, okay. Oops, sorry. Roll one. Sorry, flipping between. No, no, no worries. 77. 77. Uh, Lots of kicking. Lots of kicking here. So, Gray, you kick him somehow in his shield arm. Uh, And that was a very, very solid... And he screams, absolutely screams at the top of his voice. Um, and you do him another six hits. And his arm is now at a very weird angle. Nice. Yeah. Didn't, didn't like that at all. Uh, seven. Yeah, he's doing nada. Yeah, um, he is he is in real pain, uh, Gray. He kind of staggers a, a step or so back, it's minimal, um, and he's yeah he's not looking like he's a threat anymore. Uh, Abby got to pull his pants up. <laughs> she probably didn't. His pants probably dropped. Um, with the yeah no they would have actually because he's let's assume he's right-handed. Um, he's holding on to them with his left hand. No, he is is um is, is true a down around his ankles. Uh, it's he he probably does. Uh Severin. You've seen Tanya walk past you. Um Yeah, what do you do? Uh he'd like to well, one of few things, he'd like to join Tanya. Yep. Uh, uh can he try not likely to succeed. Can he try a leadership role, please? Yeah, sure. Give He'd like to call out a retreat. Cool. Give me a roll. 48. 48. And he's only plus 30. Okay. Uh, cool. Let's see. Just a second. Uh... Um, kind of, this one's always a little bit weird because uh, the 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 chart, I guess, is referring typically to an NPC or non-playing character. Um, 
you're trying to influence the behaviors of playing characters and they ultimately have agency over what they do generally but I, I would say you step back a couple of paces what does he roughly what does he say just other than retreat uh just a cent it's just time to go okay cool so so you yell that out um all of your companions uh hear you uh probably oh maybe not jada she's probably a little bit too far away um but certainly gray askel nicholas uh all hear that and you are sounding convincing and you're sounding authoritative and you know they definitely hear that and they hear that you know you're commanding them to do that and you're serious about it uh ultimately it is up to the players what they wish to do but fair to say Severin, you've definitely made an impact on them that's probably about as as far as we can go but you know you know you weren't completely successful but you made an impression you got your message across anything else Severin? No, uh, opportunity, uh, obviously, if she's, uh, he, he's looking to move away. Doesn't yep. want the authorities showing up. So. Yep, cool. Done. Done. Uh, <laughs> this guy here, uh, he is Severin yelling, and uh, he's just sitting down, and he just waves at Severin, the nice man that was singing before. Just waves at him and gives Severin a big goofy grin. And kind of is dribbling slightly. Uh, five is unconscious. Number eight, he is not interested in fighting. Um, you you hear him, Severin. You're like a few feet from him, and he's just hissing in pain. You've really messed up his foot. Um, and this guy here is still chasing invisible women. That's the end of the round. Does Nicholas have opportunity to do something? Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, let me just ask, what's the distance to the guy that Severin not... Yep, that one. This one here? Yep. He's unconscious? Yep. That one there? Yep. From okay. from Nicholas to him. Yeah, sure. Very short. Uh, 11.7 feet. So, Nicholas intends to withdraw... But he's, if he's got a 10% change of action, can, can he manage to move to that guy, cast a spell, touch him, cast a spell, and then move whatever he's got left to join Severin and Tanya? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really not liking... I feel like people are taking a bit of liberties with opportunity actions and then being able to cram what they like into them. Um, I'll do some thinking about how it's going to work. I need to be clearer, clearly. Uh, the, way we've been, the way we've been playing it so far, Pete, yes, um, this game, go for it. So yes, it's a short, very short distance. Uh, touching him, I guess you can touch with your foot, if you like. Yep. And, yep. and he's give me just going to cast, cast a spell... Ooh, 33. Okay. So, this is an offensive spell. Uh, no. Okay, what is it? It is Mind Store, which is a utility spell gathering information. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, so, the 
this kind of spell um, needs to be better than a one or a two. Um, yes, a one or a two. So you rolled a thirty-three. Do you say thirty? Yep, thirty-three. Thirty-three plus, plus fourteen. Minus, plus fourteen. Minus thirty for no preparation. And uh, plus something for touching. And plus thirty for touching. Um, spell. is successful cool. so this is uh caster stores the mental pattern of target can be used later to locate specific person through finding cool okay done and then if with any movement left he'll start heading towards tanya and seven all right moved um yeah or at least look to be moving. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> you know, so, showing his intention. A, a little bit there. Cool. Yep. Cool. Thank you. Brilliant. Excellent. That is the end of the round. Initiative is Askel. You're up next. Hello, Askel. Oh, sorry. I did have... Oh, no, you're back. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, I just had to take a quick phone call. No worries. Cool. Yeah, uh, Askel, uh, I might have missed about Severin's um, leadership role. I'm not sure... Because you said you're away, and I don't know if you heard that result. New. No. Uh, uh, Severin was just encouraging everybody to let's get out of here. And he was okay. reasonably dramatic in doing so. But up to you how you handle it. Um, oh, yep. So Askel will be happy with that. Um, you know, if give the guy the boot as he <laughs> walks past, or, or if we're moving at speed, if we're going to start jogging away, um, what was the call and which direction? Uh, down this direction. Oh, yep, cool. Yep, Askel will give him a bit of a bump. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and move. Cool, done. Uh, Jadar, you move another... Just randomly selecting. Uh, again, no sign of anybody. Or no sign of uh, any authorities at this stage. Never one around when you want one. Anything else from you, Jadar, that you're doing? No. <clears throat> no. Okay. Um, Gray. Um, yep, noticing um, Severin's call as well, and noting Eskel has moved, uh, boosted off. Uh, Gray will do the same. Bring a little double kick to who was on the ground and then move with the rest. Cool. All right. Um, and I'm going to say that's the end of the fight. Um, so, Nicholas, you, in your turn, you join your companions and you head off. So just to quickly um, update, this guy here has a broken bone. You think he has? This guy here definitely has a broken bone. Too unconscious. And this chap here is is reeling. Uh, don't pick a fight with the party would probably be <laughs> a pretty good description. Um, we'll come out of out of combat. Uh, the five characters um, without your healer uh, are able to 
move into the crowds um a few people have have gathered so there was kind of a crowds that formed here and these people that were here moved out when the fight broke out and people were watching um you know a, a couple of people kind of politely clap um as you hit off no one impedes your progress at all um no one appears you know massively interested um yeah uh a, a few people are around but it hasn't attracted like hundreds or anything like that and admittedly it was over in 40 seconds maybe 50, maybe a minute and it all told what do these characters do please what's everyone to say when they was when they got together yeah sorry guy i think we'd best let's not attract any more attention in this city for the wrong reason i suggest we just put some distance between ourselves and this place get out of it just, just drop a few blocks okay agree uh eskel would probably just say anyone's in jada i think she'll probably find a way we probably guess she's got invisible right so and Askel, you were aware of this kind of strange ethereal voice out of the out of the gloom. So yeah, fair to, fair to say, out of the gloom. Sorry, um, beside you. So yeah, you're you're pretty convinced that she's uh, turned invisible. All right. Um, any so what now? What uh, description of what the characters do, please? Well, I think we had a number of things that we we spoke about last time, wasn't it? We were going to scour the city for any interesting items while we were waiting for uh, the wealth uh, for us, for the recommendation to come through. Mm -hmm. um, and I th obviously, Nic Nicholas was going to busy himself in the library. Okay, cool. But immediately, like right right now, after the, the fight, uh, what do you do? Get out, get out, get out of, get out of here. You know, put some good distance between ourselves and this place. And going. Uh, well, what don't we'll. Maybe just head off in one direction that isn't the way home, and then take a 90-degree turn and go home from there. All right. Tanya will check they're not being followed. Okay, cool. As, as, as they take the turn, yep. she'll drop back, go into a side alley, and then follow on behind the party, observing any observing anyone who's observing them. Yeah, okay, cool. Just give me, give me a couple of rolls, please. Oh, 97. Nice. Uh, must, unfortunately. Ah, boo. Boo. Oh, come on. You guys have been rolling great today. <laughs> 77. 77. Uh, thank you. You guys have been rolling tremendously well. 97. Cool. And... Oh, with that, roll again, please. With your 97. 65. Okay. And it was a 77, yeah? Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, Tanya, you're, you follow those instructions as, as, as described. Uh, you are pretty confident that no one is uh, no one is following you. You don't think so. Uh, the general sense you got was, um, you know, this is reasonably unusual. A brawl in the streets is reasonably unusual in a, in a pretty prosperous and pretty well-maintained town. But... You know the your assailants were clearly very intoxicated uh they were the aggressors you would, you defended yourselves and the locals around and, and also these people were foreigners um and it, hey it's just foreigners beating up other foreigners maybe if there'd been more local more locals involved there were some local people so the a couple of these guys look as though they belong here no one really seemed to care too much um 
so yeah fair to say you don't think you've been followed you think that this minute long um fight 45 second 50 second fight has gone relatively unobserved and you're confident tanya that you weren't followed uh you then do what What do you think, folks? Uh, anything on top of what we had already planned to do? Oh, well, Nicholas needs healing. He's down to oh, less than right. half his hits. Oh, shoot. Okay. Well, should we take you back to the... Well, escort. Yeah. Um, help Nicholas back to base. Yep. And wait for uh, Jada to show up. Done. Okay. Uh, fantastic. Speaking of Jada showing up... Um, Jada, you... Uh, what's your general? What, yeah, what, what's your intention in the next little while? What, what, are, you, what are you wanting to do? You're out looking for, um, uh, for I authorities. I was looking for the religious police that stop drunkenness. <laughs> if I can't see them, I'm not going to want to leave for too long. Okay. So I don't want to get lost. So it's just like see who's around and then come back and check All right. if they're still there. Okay. So you come back. Uh, you come back. These streets here are pretty quiet. Uh, so you, you, you check down here, no sign. You, you come back here, no sign. So you make your way back to where the fight was. And it's a pretty pathetic sign, actually. These idiots are picking themselves up. A couple of their companions are helping the injured um, move. And quite a few of the locals are just standing there and openly laughing at these morons. Um, you uh you find this quite amusing jadar no sign of your companions no sign of the authorities you either invisibly or you make a call up to you uh probably pushing through the crowds will eventually get you made invisible so i'm actually going to rule for you that you decide to become visible some streets away you make your way back to the um the grand bazaar lodge um and you meet up with your companions what happens from there please <coughs> Um, Nicholas will ask Jada for some healing if she would oblige him. Sure. What's um? What sort of healing? Uh, he's down. Yeah, concussion hits. Oh, I, okay. I don't, don't want to tell you your business, but I believe she's got that spell where she just needs to cast it once, and it's one per round, one hit point per round. But uh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh but whatever, whatever she wants, of course. So healing one is just a level one spell. Healed of one to ten concussion hits. Will that do it, or do you need more? No, because he's thirty. He's thirty concussion hits down. Oh, okay. Oh, healing five. Called, is... I think it's called regeneration. Is the one regeneration reduces targets concussion hit damage by one hit every round as long as caster concentrates. Okay. Yeah. You, just, I mean, I suppose you could, yeah. you could do multiple spells, and then that's more multiple experience points. But it's using your power points and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that one sounds uh, good. Let's do that one. So, we need to roll. One or a two is a failure, otherwise you're fine. 51. 51. That <laughs> is success. <laughs> so, Nicholas, you are now back on full hits. Uh, fair to say, you're probably... Uh, 
the, everybody else might have got some minor bruising. Um, Severin, I think you took a slight hit. Uh, um, Askel, you took about 10 hits. Yeah, fair to say those are probably just bruises. Um, Nicholas, you did take quite a bit, so I'm going to say you probably have lost some blood. You probably want to get yourself cleaned up a bit. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, um, he'll, he'll do that. Can I just also just interject just a little bit of thing, uh, so just a point. Um, this is not, isn't related, but I think uh, just that spell regeneration has got an asterisk next to it, next to it, Stara. Just out of interest, it's the same as shield. That means that you can cast it without preparation. I just thought that's a useful thing to you to know. Your shield spell doesn't require preparation. So I just because it's instantaneous. Just oh, right, instant. thank you. So any yep. spell with that little asterisk sign next to it means it doesn't require prep, and it only Great. takes 10% action. Great, Central. thank you. Okay. So, sorry to interrupt. Cool. So look, a um, bit of narration from the GM here. Uh, you're, you're back at the Grand Bazaar after quite a, you know, an interesting day, getting some very beautiful clothes arranged and to be picked up in, in three days' time, and then some trouble in the, some trouble in the streets. Uh, it's quite nice to get back to home base, as, as you termed it, and um, yeah, just relax and recuperate a little bit. Uh, you know, generally you've found this um, uh, the city very pleasant, but um, yeah, a, a little bit of a uh, there we go, um, a, a bit of an unsavoury um, morning afternoon for you. Bit of narration. Um, there are several things that the, I've picked up that the characters are interested in doing. Uh, basically, passing some time in your very sumptuous surroundings, um, and, and basically waiting, uh, waiting for several things. Uh, I will take offline a, a bit of a shopping list. There are, of course, a finite number of um, of uh, emporiums or places to go seeking enchanted items in the city you've been to a good number of them but i'll list out some of the others that that over the course of the next few days uh askel or jadar being the translators if required and other characters <coughs> are going out to investigate and I'll, I'll pop in slower time um a bit of a list of, of other items that you and prices that you discover um, as always noted guys um if in a large city like this and with someone who can speak the language uh, for any any items that are normal items, you just simply pay the city price. Just as a quick heads up, I think I mentioned a little bit of admin. Um, Graham is kindly knocking together a, a much more user-friendly um, both XP sheet and also record of who's carrying what and what items we have. And Graham, I just haven't had the chance to get to it, but I will in the next few days for my edits. But once that's up, that'll be a really useful place to record in one place what characters have what items so um any purchases of standard items non-magical <clears throat> you just make as you see fit but you do need to record them please and um and how much you paid for them so some time can, I, can I also sorry can i also say nicholas was keen to go with jada to any other libraries or places of learning to look for spell lists should i just drop the two spell lists into the chat sure yep cool thanks yep. there are of course bookshops as well Oh, he would be very keen to, and bookshops as well. So, in, so don't yeah. forget the printing press has been invented about two or three hundred years ago, um, and absolutely, uh, printed text, this new newfangled thing, um, 
there are some primitive newspapers that exist in certain places um but also printed books and printing of spell lists is not uncommon for um certainly easy to find lists for purchase of course um there we go uh so yeah in slower time pete if you can uh, let me let me to those so as i said chris based on uh just talking about spell lists etc so eskel's not too far off, but a little way off from an uh, advancing a level. Yes. Um, and um, one spell list where he had, but he needed to learn to prep to learn um, any advancing or new spell list uh, next time he was in a city. So now as he's in a city, mm -hmm. um, and obviously he's uh, he reads and writes um, and speaks quite well. Um, but what is it that Askel would need to do to prepare for learning uh, another spell? list when he advances while, it, while he's in a city right it's a similar practice to what um nicholas has been doing so just uh the way that learning spell lists work in, in the games that i run up until fifth level the thinking is that you've done so much training at, at junior levels you've gotten your heads enough study and enough um knowledge to once you go up levels from first to fifth that you can roll based on the residual knowledge that you have at, at, at younger levels or earlier levels to make a make a roll to see if you learn a, a, um, a particular spell list after fifth the 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 way that the game works is you need to actively go out and in game time study uh or purchase a list so that means doing what nicholas has been doing going to a library or a place of learning and, and seeing if you can gain access to to books um or purchase books as mentioned you know there are absolutely places that sell printed books um and gain access somehow to a spell list that can help you advance your knowledge and you need to spend uh some time and i always forget how much some time is but i will document in the next little while um, offline how much some time is to uh, learn lists you so you need your character needs to spend some time in game actually learning those those spell lists the trouble that nicholas has been having is he's managed to find some of the lists that he wants to learn but they're in different languages so you're, this is a a town that speaks mainly um uh Haridanian um or uh vastin spark uh, the easterling language um none of not, neither of which nicholas speaks and the conclusion we reached last time quite understandably is jada while she does speak and read and uh, does speak um the appropriate two languages she doesn't have a translation skill nor uh does she read and write um other language some of the trend languages that nicholas needs to read in so she can't act as a um a scribe effectively in askel's case if you want to jot me down the lists that you're interested in trying to track down i'll give you a percentage chance to see if askel is able to uncover whether or not those lists are available in the city as a general rule of thumb uh prosaic lists and i described prosaic magic last time which is for want of a better term everyday magic it's magic that you would find people don't even really necessarily consider it magic you'd use it for sometimes cleaning or fixing fishing nets or um uh, gourmet mastery is one that uh, nicholas is interested in learning 
basically really comparatively trivial spells they don't have any offensive capability but people use this magic to speed up their the tasks that they need to in their lives and in this world that lower level magic is relatively freely available and in a big city like this you would see it most days walking around the streets people ca casting spells they wouldn't necessarily think they're casting spells they're just simply ending a fishing net or or whatever access to that kind of uh magic and power is relatively easy um it takes some training of course to learn those skills but it's not particularly hard um and it doesn't take a lot of effort or development points to learn and purchasing and or gaining access to those lists wouldn't be hard open spell lists of either essence channeling or mentalism are generally easier to find and because they're generally not so potent magic um certainly lower lists uh, lower levels of those lists closed lists are more harder much more harder to find and much more restricted and the most restricted lists are professional lists so um there are certain lists that only a magician can cast certain lists that only not only but they uh it's very hard for a warrior mage uh, people to learn certain warrior mage lists those kind of lists and those kind of deep secrets that that deep dangerous magic offensive magic dangerous magic is often highly um protected either by guilds or by the authorities or by both the authorities and guilds or whatever so as a general rule of thumb prosaic magic easy to come by open lists moderately easy to come by and after that it starts getting hard so you either need to be part of it typically part of a guild or maybe as part of loot you come across spell lists that you can take that that um provide these deeper levels of magic and understanding so in this game and in this campaign and all the campaigns i run knowledge is power and gaining access to deep knowledge is, is challenging that was a very very that was a 10 minute explanation i think pardon me for that length um so ask so how do we how do we play it from here offline askel if you want to send me a list of the spells that you're interested in learning yep um you and i can do some roles offline and i'll tell you what you're able to find and the length of time cool. it'll take to to learn them and guys i've been meaning to jot down on one of my little um rules pages one page rule pages how long it takes to learn lists and i'll do that between now and when we next play very good so um you occupy yourselves uh both looking for um potential items uh, around the city and as i say there's a finite list of shops and you've already been to a few of them but i'll, I'll list out some other of the shops that you uh, you go to um and you also uh spend some time um checking for various lists those that want to and we can take that offline as discussed some time passes and we go where's my calendar where's my calendar so that was the 18th with your um your incident with the drunks uh over the next three days 19th 20th and then 21st um a couple of things happen uh so first and foremost what i want to do to just weather out of interest um 
18th, gorgeous day. 19th, stunning, just a few clouds, light air, no breezes. 20th, gorgeous. A uh, bit of drizzle on the 21st. So not pouring with rain, but gentle breeze. Um, but yeah, it's, the, the weather seems to have cleared up after your pretty dismal start to arriving in Jebai Ritana. Uh, over those couple of days that you've been there, um, you do have the opportunity of bumping into uh, both Alim and also his offsider um, Salim. Alim sees you uh, in and around the Grand Bazaar Lodge. He's looking, frankly, quite downcast on the couple of occasions you see him. Uh, but you, on one particular uh, afternoon, uh, enjoying some of the very fine food at the establishment, he does come up to you. He's already said thank you a couple of times, but he, he comes up to you again. He's looking slightly happier this time um, and comes up to you all and, and just says, hello, my friends. How is your stay in our beautiful city? Oh, oh. Hey, um, yeah. S S would probably oh. go on. Respond. S S would probably respond. Um, yes. Um, I think it would be. Um, it's been an enjoyable couple of days. We've had um, a couple of uh, experiences, um, but nothing we couldn't handle. Um, yes, but it's been very pleasurable. We're feeling a lot more rested and recovered. Good. Well, look again, my. My thanks for doing your level best to um, help me with that very unfortunate situation. And again, uh, I extend to you um, yeah, my sincere thanks. By the way, I'm not sure if I ever paid you. And he fumbles in his, uh, uh, about his person and puts down uh, 10 gold pieces uh, down on the table, which is the amount that he had promised to pay. And he said, look, you are, you are friends of the Grands. Uh, so that was not each, by the way, that was uh, across the party. Um, but uh, he says, look, goes on to say, look, you are, you're friends of, of the lodge. Um, <laughs> if it's, if I still manage to stay in business after perhaps the negative review <laughs> that um, Ali Sultan will be providing <clears throat> when he heads down south uh, to his companion, to his homeland. Uh, he, he, by the way, has, his health has improved, I understand. Um, but he took quite a serious injury in the fracas several nights ago. Um, as I say, you were fr true friends, and I thank you for your assistance. Um, I do need now every every coin I can get. Um, so I, I, I'm I'm sorry, but on your next stay, I will need. Should you come back uh, to stay with us, I will need to charge you. But I'm happy, as I as I said, I'm a man of my word. Uh, to to, to make the rate at half half the price um, but you were so five five copper a night which is extremely generous extremely generous um, but you are uh, yeah I, again my sincere thanks to you all and he bows he bows low oh, deep bows from us I think um several so just like to ask you know what the what the upshot of the fracar in the bar in the in the restaurant area you know what, what sort of what became of it and did they understood they did he find out who these people were and um has he heard anything from um uh the, oh, i can't remember his name ali, ali what's his name ali um and you know uh is it worth making approaches you know to, to sort of 
because clearly it was nothing to do with you. You can't help but these people were coming to visit your establishment. They could have happened anywhere. Yes. Uh, yes, from what we can tell, um, the um, the assault on on Ali Sultan was just some of my guests, some people in the city, particularly particularly militant followers of the Al Tumar faith, um, who took great offence at Ali Sultan's remarks last time. They remember his remarks from um, seven or eight months ago, whenever it, he was here last. Um, and he has also allegedly, and I have to use the phrase allegedly, been quite dismissive and insulting around town as well. Yes, he is here on business, and yes, he does business here. Um, but he doesn't, he hasn't particularly endeared himself to um, some of the people he's interacted with here. Um, the assailants, uh, I, I know, knew a couple of them by sight. Um, sons of reasonably minor minor nobles um or sorry minor minor merchants merchants here um so people of, of no particular import i mean they're certainly not connected in any way to the to the solar council or anything like that um but you know wealthy enough to afford to come and enjoy our entertainment here and it, it just seems seems like they took offense about what he said last time and just his general behavior this time and they hate um the massa diehast they hate they, they consider people that follow ali sultan's faith assuming he is massa diehast no one's actually currently proved that he is or not but they have just they just took it upon themselves to take what they saw justice into their own hands uh all, th all four were slain on the evening, but that's what we've been able to make out. Um, certainly what is acknowledged is your fast thinking and your actions um, probably saved Ali Sultan's life, or you certainly, madam, and he turns to Jadar, you certainly saved his life. He was bleeding very heavily. Uh, and probably, and he turns to, to Tanya, your quick thinking and your swift sword arm probably saved his life as well. So... Um, my thanks to you. I mean, it was bad, and as I say, my business I think has been harmed, but it could have been worse. He could have been slain. Would um, where is he staying now? Uh, he's still here. He's recuperating upstairs. I, I would he have out of interest? What would he would he have dealings with the Solar Council? Uh, I I doubt that that he would. Um. Uh, Look, it's possible, but uh, why? Um, I, I mean, well, I, I, I might be able to help you. Well, we're looking to um, um, our friend Tanya here is, um, has connections back in Jabarima and was looking to, uh, and we'll name the Chancellor for the hell of it, um, Chamberlain. Why do I want to kill the Chancellor? I don't know. Um, looking to make advances, uh, making a, a mutual trade connection. Um, just wondering how we would best go about getting an introduction. Interesting. Well, what I what I would say is I wouldn't go through Ali Sultan. Um, no. Okay. Uh, 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 and he kind of turns a bit conspiratorially to one side. Look, but between you and me, I think he's a real prick. I really don't like this guy at all. But look, he brings in good 
good wealth, or he has up until now, and some of his less odious friends have come here and they spend well. I, I, I can try if you wish. However, however, um, a good, a good friend of mine, um, he's, he doesn't have direct links, but he, he's certainly done work with Solar Council or people around the Solar Council. Um, his name is Ab Ab Abdullah uh, Farin, and he comes in pretty pretty regularly. In fact, he was here um, several nights ago. He's a, a dear friend of mine. I can ask Abdullah if if you like, and 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 it'll be my pleasure to help you. He might have some information that he can assist you with. He, he usually he comes in most evenings. There's a good chance he'll be here tonight. If you like, I can make the introduction, and and perhaps Abdullah can help you. Uh, that'll be most gracious of you. And I wonder if, by return, you uh, and, and obviously you know the gentleman better, much better, and, and perhaps uh, he, he's not the man who would respond in this way. But uh, I'd, I'd value your opinion whether we, given uh, Ali uh, is is somewhat in our debt, shall we say, for saving, uh, helping to save his life the other evening, if we made some advances to him today, and went to him and suggested that we're not we don't require any you know we're not sort of after money for or anything like that for helping to save his life but we would ask that he uh did not mention the name of this establishment or in any way seek to dirty its name uh in for recompense for helping him do you think that would be something that would help you so alum he he looks genuinely touched by that and you see him and he he kind of takes a back and he 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 almost starts crying that, that is very kind of you thank you and he actually reaches down to severin's hands and he takes his hands and uh, takes severin's hands in his and he says you are kind you're a good man oh, look, think nothing of it we, we're strange in a strange city and you've been such a wonderful host uh anything we can do uh feel very awkward about the situation the other night so yes perhaps we'll do that what do you no, think is the best way to i was about to say it is a very very kind offer um uh, what however uh, i whoops the daisy um i would just i would almost caution you against that um I mean, you could try if you wish, but he is just such an odious individual. You could, you could try. I just wonder if you might actually make things worse. That's all. Mm, well, I'll be in, in your council there. You're, you're, you know the man. Um... Let me do some checking. Let me do some. So I'm, I'm speaking. I'm using the intermediaries, his, his bodyguards, who are bringing healers, etc., to his room. Um, let, let me check with them, and, uh, and I can revert. Thank you. No, that'd be great. Well, but no, um, we'd no, certainly yeah, like to take... You're doing me a favour. I should thank you. But yes, we'd certainly like to take up your offer of a, of a meeting this evening. Thank you. With Abdullah, certainly. Um, well, I, 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 I'm sure Abdullah uh, would be happy happy to help. Uh, yeah, he saw your bravery and, um, you know, a, a number of my patrons were, were quite in awe with, yeah, your your, your swift, swift action. So, yes, um... Uh, please let me let me make the introduction. Great. Okay. Um, okay. So if we can make arrangements, that'd be great. Is that all right with the rest of you? 
Yep, sounds great. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, so later that evening, so that we're now into uh, that would be the uh, the twentieth. Um, Jada, by the way, just put I'll pop something in your channel separately. I won't do it now, but I'll just pop something in your channel. Um, I'll, I'll alert you to it a bit later on. But yeah, you feel a bit weird today, Jada. I'll explain a bit more in your channel. Um, that evening, uh, Ali Sultan, uh, chap on screen, comes up and um, introduces you that evening to this man. Uh, where is he? Just coming. This is Abdullah here. Abdullah is a, a very kindly uh, old gent. Um, he rather unfortunately uh, has a very pronounced stutter. And while very well dressed and in beautiful turban and robes, um, he really could use a toothbrush. His breath is frankly pretty rancid. Um, and he's only sporting several teeth. But he, uh, he at, um, at Alim's uh, introduction, takes you, oh, you are taken to meet um, Abdullah Fahad, uh, Farad, I should say, into this very same room that, um, that Alim originally asked you several days back if you could help him with. Um, he's a very—he appears to be a very free, friendly and genial old gent. He doesn't speak a word of anything other than uh, Haradanian. Uh, so translation has to be through both uh, Askel and/or and/or Jadar. Uh, but he sits down and um, he's enjoying some uh, spiced wine, and uh, yeah, uh, turns to you eventually after kind of pleasantries and introductions are over, and says. And he's painfully slow of speech. So, our friend, Alim, he says you wish to know about the council. I mean, uh, Severin would be happy. And it's, it's all right with you, Askel. Um, Severin's happy to do the chatting and maybe do a bit of charming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think so, I'll, I'll translate? He'll, He'll put his. What he can do is that he can put the um. This the earbuds on. Okay. So ah, oh, true. Okay, so give me a roll for the earbuds. Thirty-seven. Seven. With adequate prep, etc. Um, you are in tune and you are ready to rock and roll Severin so he'd, he'd like to be super charming hmm? oh give me a roll if you wish oh wrong place 37 plus um it's pretty good for memory 65 um, let's check that. 
yeah so keep talking um basically uh abdullah who who is who is definitely friendly um so i'm giving you a, a, a plus to this role um you know he's interested to hear more you get make another roll with plus 20 to it please seven 20 20 plus plus 20 plus a skill again please um god memory <laughs> you just said uh, it i just said it 65 65 cool done just enough um 20 plus 20 plus 10 plus 65 yes oh 115 success um so yeah what does seven say basically he'll he says um <clears throat> i'm a friend of um a colleague of points to tenure and fortunately can't she can't speak uh your language but um we have come from jabirima and uh she is uh very Jebi, well connected sorry jabirima just just the gm wants to check jabirima or jabai sorry sorry my, my mistake um and is very well connected there with all the trading families um in that area and he'll name drop somebody that tenure was has been talking about in the previous days um and just wishing to make the connection with the chamberlain you know i don't do proper nouns um <laughs> and, uh, the, the the chamberlain uh in the to the person we ultimately want to speak Omar to bin ali that all of that all of that um and and yes, uh, wondering if um, you'd be so gracious as to make an introduction, as we're, we're finding it rather hard being strangers in a strange city. Um, but she has some, oh, some some stories and some uh, information from. Um, we think well, she, she has been asked to uh, pass to the Chamberlain. We think would be of of interest to his associates. Um, but yes, we're finding it quite difficult, and we're wondering whether. If it you know wasn't too much trouble, that you, you might be able to help us um, seek an audience with the gentleman. Well, um, Abdullah clearly has taken a shine to Severin, and he, he leans over and and his halitosis really really could use some work, and kind of breathes in Severin's face and claps his arm around Severin, enjoying his spiced wine. My friend, my friend, you are most most welcome. Uh, I am unfortunately, in the grand scheme of things, uh, a small man, a very small man. Uh, I I have done some some business with some of the leading um, merchants in this city. Uh, my own uh, my own spice company is is, however, modest. I, I mean, the economy of this town, of this wonderful city, and he gestures around, is based on trade. Um, so we're famous, of course. For its silks, its spices, and, uh, and its textiles, um, and I, I'm not sure how much how much you know. So, may, may I go on and tell you a little bit more? Please do. Well, the merchant priests here hold the ultimate power in, in the city, and the Solar Council acts as their advisors. The, the priests, who are, of course, of the true faith, and at that he nods at both Askel and nods at Cheda, um, the true faith being El Tumar, um, the, the priests make decisions based on their interpretation of the will of Kassan. And the council helps ensure that the priests' decisions align with the needs and the desires of the people. 
and basically the needs and the desires of the people is for the solar council and the priests to become very 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 rich and that has happened so uh, uh, over time there has been much discussion of actually who wields the power here is it the solar council the advisors or or is it the the, the merchant priests who revere um kasan and and over the last several hundred years it has got things have got a little bit a little bit blurred in terms of how the city works there are three main classes there are the the, the merchant priests the common folk and then of course um the, the slaves as you've seen um and generally the city runs well it's it's well ordered it's prosperous it's uh yeah th things things in the city have have been well ordered and people give a lot of credit for that to to the solar council and give thanks to the solar council the the you're referring to omar benelli who is the chamberlain for the chair of the solar council a a powerful and beautiful woman by the name of jasia al-hafiz so the al-hafiz family are refugees originally and they came um from the land of the mercenaries many generations ago and have been uh very successful in spices that's her particular trade and the Alf hafiz family has been influential and powerful in this city for at least four or five generations now um jazia is arguably if not the most powerful person in the city certainly close on it and she rules the, the solar council uh with utter control she has influence and spies and and people everywhere she is extremely well informed in terms of me gaining access to even her chamberlain that i would say is totally impossible he would not he and i just simply do not operate in the same circles uh but i do know a little about him he is a he's a half elf uh he is known to frequent some of the dice houses in the south market district um he wears a disguise but everybody knows it's him and he goes with either one or two bodyguards uh, each time but I, I i guess um if you're wanting to gain access to him you you could try to get him at his dicing but i i personally wouldn't advise it but what i what i would say to you is he is a a snob of the utmost degree he himself dresses in the utmost finery and he looks down on actively looks down on anybody he considers uh his inferiors which is pretty much anybody um you need to be extremely well dressed and ideally come bearing gifts to seek an audience with him one thing i do I, one thing i do know about him however and i have seen it once um with my own eyes i was once at one of these dicing houses although not part of his table of course 
is he is very susceptible to flattery. He has a very high opinion of himself. Apparently he has come from very little himself. But he loves the sound of his own voice. He, uh, he loves being told he is right. And I, I have seen and I understand that some have managed to gain influence over him and indeed potentially access to Jazia through honeyed words and appropriate words to build up his own image of himself. I don't know if that's at all helpful. But that's probably about as much as I can tell you, other than uh, of him. In terms of um, Jazia Al-Hafiz, uh, I mean... She, I do know, or legend has it, I've never seen her, of course. Um, but I do understand she has a strict, from what people tell me, she has a strict adherence to both tradition and protocol. She is certainly not a jolly person. She um, is both proud and rarely seen to, to, to display any emotions. Um very stern i understand and does not tolerate any disobedience but as i say I, I i really don't know of her and if you're wanting well as you said you you're wanting to speak to omar um perhaps my words have been helpful uh very much so yeah several make a big play of of, of how helpful he's been and raise a glass to him and all the rest of it and make him feel good about uh, sharing that information with us okay. being very much in his service okay any anything else from anybody else no interesting no no okay so your evening with um Abdullah continues, and it's, he turns out to be very, very fun company. He definitely likes a good wine, and um, a few of you overindulge perhaps a little, and wake the next morning, the 21st, with perhaps slightly dusty heads, uh, but but fond memories of the night before with this uh, jovial gentleman. Um, the next the next day, uh, several things. Firstly, um, the weather changes. It's uh, it's drizzling a little on the on the twenty first, um, but perhaps of more interest, around mid morning, you have a guest. This man, accompanied by several of uh, his troops, um, arrive uh, at the Grand Bazaar Lodge. And they ask to, uh, to, to speak with you. Um, Fahad uh, enters, uh, enters the room um, and asks to speak specifically to, to Askel. But uh, um, others are welcome should they wish to join him. Do want to come along? Sure, yeah. So this is the guy that we gave the ingots to, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
So, full entourage. Sorry, what's that? It sounds like it's the full entourage. Yes, full entourage. Uh, so you denote yes several things. Um, so first and foremost, uh, Captain Farhad's, um, if you may recall, really liked Severin. Severin, you did a an influence role, and um, he comes up to you and he is he is very very friendly. Uh, it's over to you, Severin, whether you wish to to use your um, your earbuds once once more. Yeah, I may as well if if, if it's going to have some influence. Absolutely. Give me a roll, please. Sixty-five. Sixty-five. Sure thing. Uh, success. Cool. And he'll have be, be have a crack at being a convivial self again. Okay. You want to? Uh, you you want to make a influence roll? Sure. Do do remember every dice roll in this game could always result in a fumble. So, but if well, you... actually, yeah. Let, let's see how it plays out, and then he may if it if it's not going well. Okay. So um, Farhad sits down and um, helps himself to some spiced wine. Uh, you're sitting um, uh, around with him upstairs in your quite luxurious kind of inner sanctum, your, the area that, that um, your own bedchambers uh, flow out into. And one thing you do really notice um, is he, he turns to Askel and he is quite deferential. And he bows and he is extremely polite and he he says uh, the following uh sir um sirs ladies ladies uh i bear good tidings um so several days ago uh more than a week and a half ago we sent correspondence uh, to the uh empire of thumazel city Shabibi, uh, seeking to ascertain if, if indeed, you are who you say you are, and I'm sorry for the any potential slights caused to you. And he nods at Asker with this. Um, very happy to say that uh, Dina Abdulaziz Al Faldi uh, has written back, and um, she has absolutely corroborated your story, uh, sir. Nods at Askel, um, and commends us, the the city watch, and indeed the authorities here, uh, to you. So um, all I can say is, uh, I, I hope none of you, and he's looking specifically at Askel as he says this, I hope none of you were, took offence at um, our actions that when you first arrived and relieved you of the uh, the ingots of potentially precious metals that you had with you you'll understand we have our jobs to do here to make sure that um appropriate taxation is charged of people bringing trade goods into the city uh and you may recall when you first arrived you did look uh, somewhat the worst for wear uh but i'm delighted to say that your story has been confirmed uh sir and uh it would be my great pleasure to escort you um to to the bank which it was deposited in and to ensure that the ingots are handed over to you. Uh, I am available now if you wish to go or at any stage throughout the rest of today. Um, but he, you could definitely see 
that there is something about his his demeanor and the way he is treating Askel. There is definitely, uh, yes, yeah, certainly, certainly reverence is the wrong word, but certainly respect. And while he was polite before, he is extremely polite now. Nice. Uh, yeah, Askel would um, uh, put some, you know, courtesies back. Um, thank him uh, for coming to find us and um you know you know uh as would my master dina um for supporting us um and and completely understandable um given the state we we appeared in um and uh and thank him once again for for uh sorting through the manners matters uh at hand um and um i think we would probably all like to uh yeah to go and uplift the, uh, the ingots, uh, probably immediately, just looking at Severin, uh, immediately sure. or later. I think that's come now, shall we? Yeah, yeah, let's. Certainly. Mm. Um, so he comes with you along with an entourage of uh, five of his, his soldiers. You... Um, Hello? Sorry, just to, just to say, um, Severin's quite impressed with uh, Askel's uh, <laughs> influence here. Um... He wonders whether Askel might ask him um, recommend a nearby bank or place of uh, a trusted um, place where we might store such such goods uh, in, that, that's near, near nearby, and um, because they're um, of a certain value. Yeah, whether he could recommend someone. Well, the the, the location that you left them in. Um... Uh, is a bank itself, is it? Yeah. Um, so Al Al Marai is the name of the bank, and right. uh, that's that's if you recall, that's where you went. You went in to okay. the Al, Al Marai Bank. Um, it's a twenty-minute walk away from um, uh, from the Grand Lodge Bazaar, uh, and it seems to be perfectly reputable. Should we yeah. stick with that, guys? Yeah, well, do we need to take a restock of what we put in there and then figure out what we want to leave there for now? And Yeah, yeah I suggest probably we uh, maybe take out one of them and get it valued. Okay. So by my records, eight inverted commas mithril, eight four inverted commas gold, two uh, inverted commas bronze, and ten inverted commas copper. Um, these were quite heavy they were large ingots uh, each one was 27.5 pounds they are sizable chunks of metal so i think maybe if we what do you think we just get the mithril one uh maybe we could take a recommendation off our hotelier as to where this where maybe take one of the mithril ones out okay. uh, unless we want to take one of each guys and get them valued Maybe that's a good idea. I think so. If it's not a ridiculous thing to do, like they're not too heavy to take one of each, we suppose we carried them in. Oh, you carried yeah. them in, yeah. 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 No, uh, obviously, really them cover them up carefully. Um, take our packs, uh, wrap them up, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tanya again would have her pack full of, you know, and if necessary, she'd be outside the, ba the the bank, but she would uh, she would stay outside the bank. But she would have the weapons in her pack, but she would she would stand outside, so she wasn't searched or anything. Okay. So. Uh, and when they. Sorry. Sorry. And when they come out, 
Uh, they'd obviously cover that up. And, um, yeah, and, and, and come back and find out where would be a good place to get them valued, a, a reputable place that could be trusted, and see if we can get a valuation. Uh, Nicholas would raise it, would just maybe make the suggestion, if we're to get them valued, why don't we see if the, um, the, the guard guy can accompany us so that we're protected, but also to get us a better price? Well, I don't know if that would work, but... Maybe. Uh, Bring Fahad uh, along. I'd ask for a roll, roll on that, please. A convincing roll. Hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, no, not a good. Twelve. Plus. Except uh, sixty-five. Okay. Um, do get a bonus because he likes you, but. Um... Yeah, look, he says, um... Oh, no, he's still... He's still listening. Roll again, please. <laughs> Run out my luck. Ten. Ten, yeah. Uh... Like, he, he, he turns to you and says... Uh, Severin, obviously using pseudonyms... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a I am a busy man. Uh, but uh, happily catch up with you for a drink sometime. But I'm afraid no. I must uh, must take my men and continue about my duties. Um, the uh, the city doesn't patrol itself, you know. But uh, pleasure to um, to make your acquaintance. And again, he kind of slaps Severin on the back, uh, and he nods respectfully um, at uh, at Askel and the rest of the party. Uh, and yeah, um, I'm delighted um, to be able to return uh, your wealth to you. Severin uh, gives, shakes his hand heartily and says, "Oh, well, actually, love to have a drink with a friendly face sometime. Where do you, where do you guys sort of, you know, uh, drink for the and an evening after you, <laughs> after you get off, baby? Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I guess Severin would be happily share, have a drink with him and just." You know, just for the hell of it and just sure. find out what you can find out about the yeah. city and not with any particularly massive agenda but you know uh, be happy to do that if you fancy uh to tomorrow night um we often drink uh the bronze spear you'd be welcome to come along yeah he'll so great great stuff get a time and he'll join them okay sure uh, um so uh you if i understand you rightly you col you collect uh, an ingot of each type, is that right? Yeah, and what's the sort of score about them? What's the arrangement by which they will sure. keep? So, so there is a uh, there is a fee, which the GM will come back to you in slower time. You're charged a monthly fee for keeping, um, you know, ra comparatively modest. Uh, and then there's, um, you'd be given a, uh, a, a, essentially a safety deposit box. So a box with your own key, um, you'd be able to go in during normal hours. So uh, hours here would be from approximately nine bells to about uh, four bells in the day. And you could go in, uh, you'd be checked. You'd have a corresponding key, which would match up to the key that they have. Um, you'd be asked to sign for anything you take and you can then take your goods out but you are expected, to, as I say, to pay a, a monthly fee. 
it'll be in the it'll be in the realms of uh, bronze pieces. Uh, okay. let, let's call it call it um, five bronze a month. Good. Okay. Everyone happy with that? Okay. Yep. yep. Sounds good. Cool. You, in terms yeah. of in terms of places of, of value, um, checking uh, uh, with Alim, who you know who, who is definitely uh, happy to assist if you can, if he can. There are several places: the Copper Phoenix, um, the Iron Stronghold, the Bronze Emporium, uh, Al Sahif's Precious Alloys, uh, Kumar's Quicksilvers, and then the Adaman at uh, the Adamant Emporium. Six places in town, six major metal traders or or people that specialize in buying, selling, evaluating metals. metals. Um, we, none of us have trading skills. Uh, hmm. What do you think? Uh, I, mean, I guess we try a few places. Um... Has anybody got anything similar? And uh, really, we don't have anything relevant here, do we? What are we for the carpets, Askel? What are we used for? With, I think I very generously gave a a present skill. Oh, oh yeah, I don't remember. I, I'm looking. I'm just looking up the stats for trading the skill. Tanya's got bribery and diplomacy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, 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 so if there is an associated um, associated skill uh, like a um, goodness me, where was the book? A similar skill. So trading yeah. would be trading would be lie perception. I'd get, oh, oh, I'd, I'd get lie perception. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, she's got she's quite good at that. Okay, I'd give half uh, lie perception. Oh cool, yeah, she's lie perception forty four. Anyone beat that? No. Right. Severin's got that as well, actually. Uh, so he may as well go along as well. But okay. he's trading not is reasoning quite as good. and empathy. Yeah, that's what I must have used for the um the material. Oh, so I don't have any, any skills in that. Trading law. Sorry, hang on. So trading. Right. Well, she's got plus twenty-two. Better than nothing, I suppose. Yeah. Um, trading law. Trading. Yeah. Lie perception or duping um, would I'd give you a quarter? Actually, not half. Sorry, a qu according to the rule books, a quarter. Eleven. Any what duping? Anyone? Fewer than nothing. Yeah, so it's probably ten yen then. Okay. But I guess we try a few places, right? And just get some different prices and see what we can come up with. All right. Last dying dying minutes of the game. Uh, you head to the Copper Phoenix. Um, now, just one thing: Tanya can't speak Haradanian. 
and they do speak Haradanian here. Does she bring a friend? Phone a friend. Uh, f fair to say, tr trading, you need to be able to speak the language to actually do the trade yourself. Because you we'll find, find a trader who does speak a language. In. Okay. Uh, she's got. Uh, uh, you know, uh, South Tongue, Westron, Northron, Sindarian, unlikely. Ideally, Quenya and Bethanir. None, none of those. Um, what South Tongue? Yeah, let me just try South Tongue. Westron. Westron, no. Um, so she doesn't do well on the others, but she does find the Copper Phoenix. Copper Phoenix is a multi story building made of brick and wood with a red tiled roof. The ground floor is dedicated to metal trading business, with the upper floors serving as living quarters for the owner and family. Not that you know that. The interior of the metal trading area is filled with the sound of haggling and metal clanking. The area is thick, smell of oil and metal. Um, there's a large counter uh, where the metal traders uh, sell various types of metals. Behind the counter is a massive uh, vault, um, huge, huge, huge stone door, uh, and the the walls are adorned, adorned with intricate metalwork and the owner's family crest. Um, you find yourself speaking to uh, Lee Lee Wee who is um, one of the, uh, the um, Empire of the, sorry, um, Confederation of the Sun Coast, so Easterling type. He's a tall, imposing figure with sharp features and a keen eye for business. Um, he does speak a decent amount of, of South, uh, South Tongue. Uh, and he, yeah, he's happy to, to have a conversation with you. Um, what, how, how do you approach this, Tanya? What do you do first, please? Uh, she'll be as polite as possible, and, um, I think she'd take a few other people with her. Maybe not crowd the whole place out, but maybe a couple of the better-dressed people. Yes. Um, and maybe leave everyone else out on the street and the door, because just want to be aware of observers. Um, and then she would basically say that she has um, come into some inheritance and is looking to for a, an honest valuation okay honest he says of honest course. valuation of course Would well you? you know some of the less reputable parts of town and i've heard good things about your dealership and uh and and less 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 generous things about other dealerships so i've been advised to come here because i understand you're a, a man of your word and a reputation to protect and i uh, respect you for that sir all right so um I'm, I'm very conscious of of time i'd like to make uh so there are how many ingots one two three four four different rolls because they are each different items um so four different rolls uh and then I want to wrap up with a couple of closing words, and then I'm, I'm realizing that people really need to get away and do other things. Um, Anthony, do you need to head now, by the way? He's gone. 
He's gone. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got to shoot, actually, as well. Um, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry, I, I, I've swapped to cell phone, okay. and I'm just about to right. drive to go pick up my phone. Cool. So give me, um, give me four trading rolls real super fast, please, and then I'll wrap, wrap it up as fast as I can. Who's that? Oh, um, Sev. Sev, uh, no, Tanya. Tanya, okay, cool. I'll, um, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Thanks, Sev. See you, bye. Cool. See you, everyone. 50, 39, 66, 44. Whoa, 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 hang on. 50? Ah, oh, sorry, actually, uh, these are all masked. Um, what I'll do, okay, uh, can you repeat those again, please? 50, 39. 39, yep. 66, 44. Cool. What I'll do in slower time is uh, I will put the results of each of those uh, and, and what he offers for firstly the the mithril the gold the bronze and the copper um and i'll put that into uh into the main chat of this in terms of the what he comes back with um in terms of a price but one one thing i want to to stress is he looks over all of the ingots all four the, all four different types of ingots and he looks over the copper and he goes mm, yeah, okay interesting interesting and this does the same with the bronze. And he seems quite interested in the gold. With the mithril, he's going... He, he turns to you and just says, What is this? Uh, well, from my relative, uh, I understand it's mithril. It is not mithril. Is it not, sir? Oh. I don't, I don't know what it is. Oh, interesting. I have seen all forms of metal from all different parts of this world i would be fair to say i'm one of the most experienced metal traders in all of jebai ritana i i can quite honestly say i have never come across this metal before to me it's, it's well i i can't give you a price on it i don't want it because i don't know what it is no, no, fair enough. That's that's of interest. I, we were, I was assured it was mithril. But no, thank you for your advice. Uh, and he gives, and I'll give you the prices on the on the others. Uh, cool. which um, last thing uh, to wrap up to today. So so today being the um, the twenty first, uh, you go and collect your fineries from the golden thread. You pay off the remaining right. amount, six gold pieces, two uh, six GP, and two silver each. Um, so by the end of today, uh, you've had the conversation at um, the, the first of these metal traders. Uh, that's been the reaction. You've also got your finery, and we will begin next session on Water Day, the 22nd of Moons, to see what happens next. Oh, and sorry, what was the price of the threads? Six. It was six, six gold two silver pieces each and did, was that everyone everybody paid yes everybody everybody uh, uh got clothing okay all right brilliant there we go guys right. i'll, I'll do that good. guys on the main xp sheet and i'll add the i've added the 1.6 gp each as well cool thank you oh awesome. nicholas nicholas already paid for his clothes and he paid for Askel's clothes i believe but that's come out or come off already, is it? Correct. 
right. Oh, okay. I'll double check that. I've got a fair bit of um, homework to do in terms of sending you guys some bits and bobs, including uh, some house rules around learning spell lists and um, and also some, some other items that you've found around town, and also the critically the prices that you're given for the ingot. The ingots. Right. Cool. Nice. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, guys. So, yeah. um, Thank well, you very much. No problem. Mm. What I will be asking is. is, is